0: So I went on a camping trip with my sisters. Um, It was actually a glamping trip. It was basically Airbnb in the boondocks. It was pretty fun, and I learned some fun new things about my sisters, that my sister has a tiny little chihuahua, just like me, because he's kind of like tiny, and he's got this big lump on his head, and his eyes are a little bit splayed out. Words, you know? (laughs) He's, he's, He's a sweet boy. His name is Pickles. Aww. But it's funny because I learned that his real name, the one that he actually responds to, Lil Rat. Little rat. Little rat. Like Little Rat. Lil Rat, like Lil Wayne. He's like small mouse. Yeah. Right? Like a, a small version of a big version of a mouse. He responds to that more than pickles. Because whenever Katie needs something, like to pick him up or something she goes, all right, little rat, come here and then pickles <laughs> is like Bloop, oh the saddest the saddest little thing mm-hmm. Aww. and little rat and and my dog Kim do not get along. Why is your cat not named little Kim then? Kim. Little- <laughs> Oh my god, we can make a, like a rapper duo Yeah, yeah like a rapper duo. chihuahua god, Yes, it would be the saddest animated. looking rapping situation ever
1: V podcast Wendy and Alana's <laughs> podcast <laughs> Get literary, get literary, woo Hello and welcome to Getting Lit, Alana and Wendy's totally excellent literary podcast This is Series 1, Season 1, Episode 9 of our vaguely romance novel, Two-Person, Three-Person Today Yay! Yay. Uh, book club. My name is Lana, and I'm one of your hosts today.
0: And I'm Wendy, your other host.
1: (laughs) Today, we are discussing How to Marry a Millionaire Vampire by Carolyn Sparks, and we have a special guest. My friend and our only podcasting fan, Heidi. No, I don't think I'm your only. Our best best.
0: <laughs> best best. Best, best. And worst. Best. Cuz there's only one. And oh, worst.
1: No. Cuz there's no. only one. <laughs> I'm
2: <not> the worst <laughs> fan.
1: This is actually a performance evaluation of you as our only fan. Oh, We're no. going to quiz you. Uh-oh. I hope you brought your goal statement.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're giving me nightmares. <laughs> uh,
1: uh-huh. so yeah, I guess we're gonna dive more into this. So, mm-hmm. Heidi, Heidi is a friend of mine. She, we both live in Lafayette, Indiana. Yep. Um, and we are actually both from not only were we both from Seattle, mm-hmm. but we are both from the same part of Seattle. Yep. Um, we so we went to rival high schools. Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: but I tell you, my sister actually made a in high school. She did a. Reversion, reversion of um, Romeo and Juliet. With I think Romeo was from my high school and Juliet.
1: Was <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is really funny. Yeah, they have. Uh, it's in Shoreline, Shoreline, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to all our Shoreline listeners. Yeah, I, and uh, and yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I went to Shorecrest and Heidi went to Shorewood. Mm-hmm. Not at the same time, no, of course, no. but, but it was funny because we both live within a half a mile of each other in right. Lafayette.
2: I had to get here in like two minutes, so I drove. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: oh Yeah, because we met actually through board game group, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and Heidi one day was like, hey, I just want you to know that I really like your podcast. And I was like... Someone listens to this
0: podcast. Oh, really? Which,
1: yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. I listen. Which means, dear listeners who are not Heidi right
0: now, <laughs> you're next. We know you're out there and we're coming for you. I can think of are at, at least hooked? two people that have actually listened to it. I don't know if they still nice. listen or if they listen to a whole podcast, <laughs> but I'll get them. I'll get them. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even get my mom to to
1: to listen to her podcast, which is really sad. Oh, I like every single time I'm like, "Mom, you should listen to my podcast." And she's like, "Okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to it."
0: Um, <sighs> the guy I'm dating listened to it once. Yes. What? Yes.
1: Yes. yes! yes!
2: yes!
0: That's Score. the keeper. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, "He he lives in Malvern and I live in Little Rock." And I was like, it takes you 50 minutes to get here. That's the exact length of our podcast. You have no excuse. <laughs> you're coming to me. You're doing nothing. You're thinking about uh, me. Just listen to my podcast.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But back to Heidi. Oh, back yeah. to this issue. Back to Heidi. We need to go a little deeper on this. Oh, dear. I'm, I'm, I'm getting out my like my legal pad right now. <laughs> and, and Heidi is now <laughs> sitting in our, on our couch. Mm-hmm. Right? So what what do you think in your life... Led you to this moment In terms of mistakes (laughs) Well Listening to your podcast for one
2: Well I gotta admit I'm a -a podcastaholic So there are several podcasts That I just love to listen to And then when I heard that Alana Was making a podcast I'm just like oh my gosh Like, And then I gotta listen to that one too Mm -hmm. And so um yeah, I and um, I love to read, but I'd say that romance novels are probably one of the genres that I know the least <laughs> about. So, what do you usually read? More tend to classics yeah. novels. Um, since I met my husband, he's been introducing me to more science fiction. Sometimes tend to run
1: fantasy too. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. But you've read, did you read a romance novel before you read this romance novel?
0: I I think I read a couple Daniel Steele's (laughs) in high school. (laughs) That doesn't even give me a timeline, because Daniel Steele's been around for ages. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. But yeah, yeah, don't usually tend to do the romance novels. So it's been very um, informative listening to your podcast. Romance novels tend to go. besides
1: our podcast of course what's your favorite podcast oh gosh well there's
2: one i gotta give a shout out to it's called harry potter and the sacred texts because i love harry potter and um and um i listen to her i read harry potter and i'm in my 40s not sorry and so yeah that one's i really love that one and um yeah it's kind of odd to think once you wrap your head around reading harry potter as if it were a bible study you know you get to you get some really good insights not only to the book but life in general because they can go pretty deep <laughs> and um then there's another one that i really like called uh longest shortest time i'm a parent i have an eight-year-old son and so that one kind of goes more into parenting kind of a thing
1: but that's another one that I really enjoy. <laughs> well, we I think we have a couple of questions which we've decided we're going to ask every mem every person who who goes on the podcast. So here we go. Here's the lightning round <laughs> of of podcasting. Um, all right, so important question. Werewolf or vampire?
0: Which one would this you really to be? This is really important. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um what which would I prefer to be? Um, well,
0: this is a two-part question. Which would you prefer to be and which yeah. would you prefer to date? I
2: think I would prefer to be a werewolf, unless, unless I'm not that much into pain, and at least for according to J.K. Rowling, transformation is pretty painful. So if we didn't have to go through that, then definitely werewolf. As to who I would prefer to date, my husband probably fits the vampire. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tall, skinny, pale, um, stays up all night.
2: Yeah, that's, that's for my husband.
1: Basically your husband is Edward Cullen.
2: <laughs> oh great. Mm-hmm. Except- he doesn't sparkle. You know,
1: no I sparkling. Think. No sparkling. No, no stocking. No,
2: no, definitely mm-hmm. no stocking. Does uh, I've, I don't I haven't read the Twilight series. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but he's Edward Cullen seems to be a bit more moody.
0: Mm. Edward Cullen is so gross. He's he's like an old woman. He's just like, (laughs) stop running so fast, you (laughs) snappers. That's my impression of Edward Cullen.
1: That's a really good impression. (laughs) Uh, No, Edward Cullen makes me want to drink. Which brings us to what are we drinking? (laughs) Um, uh, just to give you, I'm drinking, I made a drink, um, my signature cocktail is called, it's called the Choco Blood, because that is a fictional drink in this book, which is chocolate and, uh, blood, synthetic blood in the book, um, that is making apparently all the vampire ladies fat, which is fine, because everyone needs a little bit more junk in their trunk, so I don't know why this is a big deal, but, um...
2: And besides, if if they were, came from, you know, they might have been from the more um, Rubenesque uh, ladies. So, yeah, 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 so. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, so um, it has two shots of Irish cream, of uh, Bailey's Irish cream, two shots of cream de cacao. Uh, a a shot of cheap vodka, because you can't taste anything after you put those two things in it, so it should be the cheaper you can do it. Um, a squish, I would say, like a pump of chocolate syrup and some ice, and then I put a couple of, uh, raspberries in it, because I was really annoyed, because I was trying to get raspberry, uh, chocolate liqueur this morning when I went to the liquor store at 9.30, and I was surprised (laughs) to find that one cannot buy... (laughs) black raspberry liqueur at 9.30 in the morning, even on a Saturday. So... What is this world coming um, to? Right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, And Heidi has brought a thing of wine.
2: Yeah, I thought that the...
1: yeah,
2: Red wine and vampires, I think, would go pretty well together. So, it's just a basic... Rick picked it up, but it's a basic Cabernet Sauvignon, and it's both... It's from... It's a Washington wine, so... Wine nice! Good, so, figured...
1: Represent mm-hmm. Wendy is also from Oregon, so oh, we're all West, West Yeah,
0: Pete, what are
1: you drinking, Wendy?
0: NW. <laughs> I got distracted in making the gang sign for PNW. Oh, Which I don't okay. really know I missed what, that it, part. what it is, but anyway, um, I am drinking the Negroni, which is my usual mm. drink, it's delicious, Good a bit, choice. a bit. Tart today i put a lot of uh i put a lot of campari in it as, you, as should. you should and now it is i mean i even bought an orange to make my little orange twist that's how serious i am
1: much extremely a lot of premeditation in that buying an orange
0: <laughs> yeah turns out oranges are really hard to buy like yeah they were so sad looking They almost looked like lemons i was sad for them poor guys Poor poor, poor oranges.
1: Poor oranges.
0: Poor oranges. (laughs) Poor oranges.
1: oranges. (laughs) All right, that brings us to the rant of today, (laughs) in which in which we're going to talk about vampires. And their fiscal situation. Do they
0: do vampires? Check yes or no. Do vampires need a degree in finances to be a vampire? Because I don't know, I know how they have all this money. They go. They they always, they always go so like, much. oh, he's so rich. He's he has because he's lived a long time. Yeah, but how did he like get that money while he was living? You know, because a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck. And I'm assuming that vampires do as well, especially if you're like, Mm -hmm. if you were like a vampire that was like a serf in medieval times, your ass is owned, you don't have any money. They used to take like coins and then like split them up like tiny little coins, you know?
2: There were definitely vampires in the book that didn't have money, you know, when they brought them to the um, Romatech Industries. So there were definitely some vampires who were down on their luck.
0: That that was interesting. Homeless vampires. That was like the first time I've ever seen anything about homeless vampires.
1: Yeah, down on their luck vampires. (laughs) Because like, yeah, I mean, you can live forever. So maybe you can just lose your money at some point. Or maybe you just, I don't know, maybe you're on whatever the vampire version of meth is. Okay, there you go. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Or like, I mean if you're made a vampire now and you don't have like a social security card or anything you're going to be working at McDonald's like not even then night shift McDonald's. Night yes. shift yes. <laughs> paid under paid under yeah the
1: table. yeah yeah you're basically like an undocumented immigrant mm-hmm. this is something that happened last yeah.
0: time with the ghost cowboy ghost okay. cowboy, yeah. Yeah. yeah ghost cowboys vampires they're down on their luck man and you know like mm-hmm. the the living wage you like even if you take out food which is a lot you still have to have a lot of expenses yeah. yeah,
1: the the unliving wage. Right? Oh my god!
0: Race. Oh my god. Oh my god, I love it so much. Where? Let's write this. Okay, I'm writing this down. We're writing it.
1: Okay, I'm glad, because um, maybe... Well, I agree that, like, if I ever met a vampire, I would ask them for some stock tips. Yeah. I think I would. Because it seems like they do, like, make a lot of really good investments. Mm-hmm.
0: They do, and they're, they're always, like, I mean well, I've been around for so long, you know. It's like, did you, like, did you invest in Apple when it started? Did you invest in, you know, I, it would be funny to watch, like, like, somebody who invests in all the wrong things, you know? Yeah, like, the most unlucky man. <laughs> yeah, right? he, like, puts his money in, like, MP3 players. And Ron. <laughs> Yeah, he puts all his money in, you
1: know, United Steel. Um, You know, there's an awful lot of bad investments one can make over, uh, like, 700 year. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah,
0: and what about the Depression? Everybody was wiped out in the Depression. Or they funded the Hindenburg or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think vampires pay taxes? No. (laughs) I don't have a moral bone in their body i <laughs> like, I don't even eat. Why do I have to pay for schools? <laughs> yeah. Do you think they vote yeah. Republican?
1: <laughs> that's, that's sad. You're making them into, like, these crazy alt-right vampires. <laughs> At least imagine that, like, vampires generally, you know, care about social services. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but maybe also, like, they know how to, like, they know all the loopholes. Like, maybe they're the best yeah. accountants mm-hmm. ever. They give maybe. to
0: charity because it gives them a tax break. What yeah. kind of charity would a vampire donate like, to?
1: Probably the Red Cross.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's great. Uh. <laughs> which
1: which brings me to an important question, which is vampires live forever, right? Um, as long as they have a steady food source, right? Mm-hmm. So they have chance to get really super good at something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I would ask you guys, and we'll start with Heidi, I guess. If you could be really good if you could like like go to school forever and be super good at something as a vampire, what would you be good at? Like what would you would you like become an even better chemist, or what?
0: I need to think about that for a minute. <laughs> we'll come back to you. <laughs> yeah. Wendy, what would you get yeah. really good at? Um I would I would go to school for art because art is fun and if it didn't cost so much I would do that again. But also my sister asked me this once, the same same sister who has Lil Rat as her favorite. Hashtag little rat (laughs) Yeah. Um (laughs) she's a rapper duo. Katie and the Little Rat. Um <laughs> no she she asked me that and, and I was like if i had unlimited time and unlimited money i would make up ridiculous challenges for myself and then like dedicate my life to them for like a year or a couple years or whenever 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 i would finally accomplish it like for instance i would be like okay i'm not much of a physical person but i'm going to teach myself how to become a bodybuilder. And I'm just, I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to be a bodybuilder. And then I'm going to be in a show and then they're going to give me some, a little award. And then I'll like show up on your doorstep one day and you'll be like, Wendy, Oh my God. Why do you have biceps the size of my head? And then you'd be like, I, <laughs> I just want to be a bodybuilder. Cause you know, why not? <laughs> Why not? I'm a vampire. No reason <laughs> no not reason. to. I, I've got limited, unlimited money, unlimited time. Why not? You know. I think I would read
1: all the incredibly thick books that I never want to read because they're too. Long. <gasps> oh, that's. I a think I. In fact, I've listened to them like on audiobook because I'd also be rich, so I would get like all of them on audiobook. And then maybe I'd learn kung fu. Kung
0: fu, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, but, like, spend a lot of time, like, on a mountaintop
0: Oh, yeah. It, you know? Do the Batman thing where you're, like, gone for seven yeah. years and you're, like, training with sensei. Yeah. I would have
1: the time oh. to be gone for seven years, like, learning the kung fu. For some
0: reason, your sensei is white and Liam Neeson. <laughs> Even though you're on the, on the mountaintops of Tibet or something. <laughs>
1: and
0: for some reason, Liam Neeson is there of all places. Yeah, right? yeah. He just whispers wisdom into your ear. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd like to travel. Just
0: travel, just go anywhere, everywhere. So, um. Would you spend a lot of time there? Would, would this just be like a round the world in 80 days type thing? Oh, no, I think I'd want to spend some time there.
2: So maybe I could be convinced to, like, climb Mount Everest or do something of those like really maybe something even like more uh, daredevil or daring or something like that because I wouldn't have to worry about
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like you'd, you'd be like extreme sports or something because like you know you wouldn't really have to worry about it being dangerous Man. Right.
0: yeah Mount Everest would just be so easy if you didn't have to worry about cold and you didn't have to worry about eating there's so many things you don't have yeah, to worry just, about yeah yeah yeah
1: You still fall through the ice. I mean, take a while. Actually,
0: I, um, I listened to a motivational speaker recently about, um, he has a prosthetic leg and he climbed Mount Everest and I listened to that and I was like, that's really inspiring. No way on God's green earth am I ever going to do that. (laughs) I am never going to do that in my life. It sounds really hard. It sounds really physical. (laughs) I wouldn't even get to the top part. I wouldn't even be qualified. No, that's not on my list. It's not on my bucket list.
1: Not on the bucket right. list, no.
2: Yeah, to be honest, climbing Mount Everest really isn't mine either. <laughs> I saw the uh, IMAX, IMAX theater uh, where they went, IMAX movie where they went to the top of Mount Everest. And I'm just like, yeah, same sort of thing. Wow, that looks really cool. I'm never going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but, if, but if I were a vampire, you know.
0: Heidi, if we were both vampires, you and me, we could climb to the top of the IMAX theater and watch the Mount Everest video. (laughs) Because those steps are high. Right. There's a lot of steps in the IMAX.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah, 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 true. Oh, truth, truth. Oh, I feel like you need a nap. (laughs)
2: Yeah, you wouldn't even watch the
1: movie because yeah, you'd be sleeping. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let's get to the bay- to the main event here, which is our book, "How to Marry a Millionaire Vampire" by Carolyn Sparks. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess like we'll start with, did people like it? Like, how many stars would give it? Like good Goodreads overall? I would
2: actually, I would actually give it quite a few stars, but I don't know how much of that is like I said it's very different from other books that I've read so and I had so much fun laughing you know laugh, or laughing at the characters or laughing with the yeah yeah just like the the a lot of the ridiculousness
0: of it it was a fun
1: book it was
0: a fun book so, it was just silly yeah. and fun
1: yeah I would say I think I'd give it like 3 stars in that like I mean, it wasn't like anything to write home about, but it was kind of like watching like a superhero movie, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like you know all the tropes and you know that they're tropes, and but also it's really funny and things are happening, and that's and there's enough spinoffs on it that you feel okay about it not being like great literature. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, it, you're not really when you're not really in the mood for like something deep and something thought provoking. You just want some. Fluff.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was excellent fluff. Okay, since y'all talked, now I can talk and I love romances. I loved it. I thought it was great. Because it was fun. It was just fun and cute and silly and that like beginning. Oh my god, the beginning was so hilarious. The be- the, the beginning in this book was super strong. It was yeah, super it strong. started with a bang. By the way, I I don't think that this is a spoiler, but Um, Roman, the vampire made synthetic blood and they're trying to figure out in the marketing department of his synthetic blood company, how to, to bring in vampires who still want to bite people. And so they come up with this great idea and they're like, I got this great idea. Great idea. (laughs) Let me just roll it in. And then they bring in a sex doll. (laughs) that has um like real blood or synthetic blood going through their veins like there's like a little tube and he it was like a positive his favorite right yeah (laughs) and and they were like touching his feet (laughs) and then it was like it was just like straight up a sex doll like she didn't even have clothes on <laughs> and, and Roman was like, Oh my god, you guys, this is ridiculous. But then he gets into it and then he bites the sex doll, breaks his tooth, and has to go to the dentist. Because it's mm-hmm. it's made of plastic. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right.
1: And so uh, he digs it, it, digs it, it into, into so plastic. <laughs> silicone so. kind Filicone of silicone <laughs> type of thing. <laughs> like she yeah. She <laughs> and he breaks it. So funny. And then yeah, and the whole premise of this book
0: I don't uh, spoiler from this point on, I guess. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I like it. I like um, it whenever that- you say a spoiler and then say spoiler. And then when he dies in the end, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh,
1: sorry. Sorry, was that, guys. Was, was that a I mean, spoiler? Yeah, was that a spoiler? <laughs> oh, sorry. But no, and so then he needs to get his tooth fixed, and so he has to find a dentist. And mm-hmm. I felt like the idea of... Fangs, vampire dentist is like the 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 most hilarious <laughs> idea ever. Yeah, for a romance novel,
2: <laughs> I must have It never occurred to me how do what do vampires do for dentistry? <laughs> <laughs> it
1: never occurred to yeah. me either, right? Like, ah, uh, and uh, we were talking about it beforehand, but apparently the thing that was most surprising to Rick Heidi's husband is right. that there was a twenty four hour dentistry <laughs> place.
2: Yeah. That was the thing that glue is <laughs> not
0: vampires. No, not
2: man. any of the other stuff. But, or
0: um, yeah, I didn't know either.
2: That's so weird. Yeah, apparently there's like there's like a whole chain of like 24 hour dentistry. There's
1: a place called 24 hour dentistry. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. That's
0: so. Yeah, have them in Indianapolis.
1: What? So it's not you even. You like could exist. go to right. one.
0: You could go yeah, and meet a yeah. vampire. I mean both of you are married right now so I guess you you're not looking just, for relationships but <laughs> I just want to say just that part of the book is true Wendy <laughs> yeah. like the rest of it,
2: the rest of it I don't know
0: <laughs> Oh you're telling me vampires aren't real Is that what you're telling me? Oh. This is a sad. Day. Uh, spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah. spoiler vampires aren't real.
2: <laughs> we haven't yeah they've, they've done such a good job at hiding that we haven't yeah. found it yet. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. if, if we ever do find what is what was the name of their television
0: DVN. The, I DBN. love that. Man. Yeah. Digital vampire. Digital
2: Vampire Network. So that maybe that might give it away that there's
0: actually so there. cute. The mm-hmm. the whole like the marketing aspect of it is so cute. That the T V is so cute. The like everything mm-hmm. is so cute. Like Roman is right. just like this like kinda nice guy just like trying to get Trying to get his shit together, you know? I like, for the most part, I really liked the book, but there were definitely some things where I just
2: found super annoying.
1: (laughs) Well, one of those was the fact that, I don't know, like, the idea that, like, the main character in this, the lady protagonist, is vapid. Like, oh, like, I'm yeah. like, how did you get through dentistry? School? <laughs> right? Like, you are like, I was really excited. I'm like, they're not making a big deal out of the fact that she's the lady dentist. That's cool. That's that's nice. But she was also like, really dumb. Like, yeah, um, it, yeah. I I guess this is
2: a question for you guys as to as to how often that happens in uh, in romance novels, where you have some, you know, really <laughs> woman who Sorry to say
0: this, she's really stupid. <laughs> um, it really depends on the book, actually. Cause I've read some ones where I'm like, that woman is badass. Like she is more badass than like characters that you can find on T V, you know? And there's like there's always like there's women in Regency romances that they have a they have a business, they're just like working towards it, they've got their goals in their mind, you know, like, they're just, like, no shit takers, and it's awesome. That didn't happen in this one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've noticed that, for some reason, a lot of um, paranormal romances have, like, a character that is, like, I don't know, like, she was kind of ditzy, but... In in a lot of paranormal romances that are more like YA, it's like a lot of people are like, "Oh, I'm so clumsy. Oh, I don't have any self esteem," (laughs) and I'm just so (laughs) grossed out by that at all times. So, yeah, I don't read those. She did seem like a
1: YA heroine in many ways Mm, because she was like, "I just like I'm trying to get over the fact that my." best friend got murdered oh i'm so scared of blood help me help me (laughs) yeah and if you're really if you're really scared of blood you know if you've got this paralyzing
2: faint at the sight of blood fear it seems like emergency dentistry is kind of like the worst thing you could choose (laughs) to be (laughs) you know i was that, that i mean at one point she actually did acknowledge that that maybe that maybe that wasn't the smartest choice i'm like yes but yeah um not smart women in novels really is kind of like a pet peeve for me so yeah that was definitely one thing that it was that was super annoying but i mean the fact that it took her so long to figure out that she is a vampire was just like oh come on (laughs) you've got to be kidding me (laughs) oh that he's a vampire but it was so
0: funny though it was it was totally like a comedy of errors yeah, but I,
1: I, I did love the ditzy thing in which they put the sex doll in the back of the car and she's like he's killed someone, <laughs> he's putting the body in the back like I thought, I was like that is a good move, that is a good use of sex
0: doll <laughs> right. in good terms of use different stuff sex doll,
1: doll for later on
2: device.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: later on when he accidentally falls asleep in her room <laughs> and then she wakes up and goes he's dead <laughs> And they're going, trust (laughs) me, he's not
0: dead. (laughs) He's dead! I killed (laughs) him! I actually like those parts better than the drama.
1: Because... I, I also like the I thought that they were well plotted and that you're like oh yeah you think that you killed her. It's like right? with your It's like
0: know. you know when there's like music that goes like do, do 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 like you know like it's some it's like a bassoon or something like that's that's like the kind of comedy scene that they have in those. And the comedy scenes are just great. The drama on the other hand, she's like crying all the time. I'm like why are you crying again? You know yeah, she cries a lot. Mm-hmm. But I have to agree, Roman is a bit of a scrub for
1: having the, that lady harem. Because vampire <laughs> yeah. sex is like, yeah. is like, vampire <laughs> sex is like the vampire version of like sending your geni- a picture of your genitals.
0: i <laughs> dick pics.
1: Not technically sex. But still, pretty gross, and like I would have a problem with someone having like a harem. Like that's kind of. But that's
0: weird. his job. I was like,
1: come on! I was like, yeah. No, it's it's j-. though. It was funny how he like was so not into his harem at all, yeah. and he's never it, even like, met them. He's never it, touched them or <laughs> met
0: them. Right,
2: and you know he was he was saying to Radinka, who, by the way, I think Radinka is probably the most intelligent person oh, in yeah. the entire book. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Her, his. His yes, yeah, I really Mm -hmm. liked her, but he was saying that it doesn't mean a thing to me, and she's just like, Oh, please, you know, like that's gonna like that's gonna justify it to Shanna, yeah,
0: that yeah, that has to go, but I thought it was so great when, um, when they were all standing at like all the vampire chieftains or whatever they call themselves are all standing together and talking about their harem and how they're like more trouble than they're worth <laughs> and they're like I've kind of been thinking about getting rid of my harem as well <laughs> like, and then when he gets rid of his harem like she she takes it as like a Oh, you're so dedicated to me. And I was like, he fucking didn't want that in the first place. He's trying to find an excuse to not have a harem. And now he knows that other guys don't want their harem either, so... Also, harem. You don't see that very often. No. I
1: mean... And you also kind of, I kind of wanted to join the harem more than any other group. I'm like, those ladies sound like fun. Yeah. Like, they were like getting together, talking about shit, watching TV. They didn't do anything. It's a slumber party. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. an eternal slumber party.
0: Yeah. That sounds fun. Best.
1: You should be a sister one. It definitely sounded... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's my calling. <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely sounded clicky, though. I mean, they could definitely be... definitely. Bitchy. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. that's true. And that's... what if you're the not cool girl? That would be unfortunate. Mm.
1: I wanted to bring up. This is the second book in a row that has mentioned
0: contraception. Hey, good job, guys. <laughs> good job, you know guys. How fucking she was thinking... rare that is in a romance novel. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, oh my god. god. Yeah, it kills me. Well,
1: she was thinking about how she can't get. She can't get pregnant from vampire sex, which is like this mind sex. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Thanks, character, for realizing that, like,
0: you can make babies by doing (laughs) these things.
1: Like, right?
0: Yeah. Regency romances are notorious. And then whenever they do, they're like, oh, I use a sponge or lemon juice. And I'm like, that's not one. That's not. Okay. Nope. (laughs) You're going to be
2: pregnant. (laughs) <laughs> but is it spoil? you know at the very end you know when we have our our glorious full-on sex scene <laughs> am i the only one who was trying who was just like what about those third degree burns that you just did, you just did- <laughs> on yourself i mean am i the only one that remembers that apparently the two characters didn't no so, you no know, everyone seems so, to be so and you know you definitely wouldn't be having mind-blowing sex after you've had like third-degree burns on your chest and hands yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that was just like...
1: Ew! No. What, no. If his, yeah, what if his ew. skin came yeah, off? Put a Band-Aid on it! <laughs> no.
2: You don't want to kiss that skin. No. Ew, it's no. crunchy.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're basically a rotisserie
0: chicken. <laughs> put some rosemary on.
1: Right. Olive
0: oil and rosemary, <laughs> yum.
2: Well, I'm glad they didn't that they didn't specifically say that he was a virgin. The fact that he'd only had the vampire sex, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they, I mean, they because that's another thing that annoys me when people say, "Oh, I've been having," you know anal sex and then they <laughs> but I'm still a virgin because my boyfriend and I haven't actually done it I'm no. like no, no 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 it's
0: not a thing um, it's, so it's not a loophole. I, vampire sex loophole. I think definitely can't. have you seen um, yeah. that song The Loophole yes that yeah, is yeah, so yeah. great you check it out it's a funny what thing. are what are their names oh, Garfunkel, and Two lady. Garfunkel and Oats.
1: Garfunkel and Oats, yeah
0: oh yeah
1: it's a song it was it was a couple years ago. Um, but I wanted to bring up the Highlanders. The Highlanders were great. Oh, I oh, love yeah, the I Highlanders. 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 I'm going to
0: read this, the book with the
1: Highlanders. I thought there's got to be a sequel in there for those Highlanders, right? How to make a Millionaire Highlander. There's a, a whole series.
0: Highlander. Like, it's not just what? a sequel. It's like six
1: books, at least.
2: But that was another thing that one that one Highlander vampire that was really young, and she kept saying that he needed to be in bed, and they're like, he's <laughs> older so than, he's, than mm-hmm. he looks.
0: I love that they were like heating up blood around her. <laughs> yeah, she's like, fine. A, it's
2: just a protein. It's just a protein drink. Oh, okay. Oh yes, we
0: drink lots of protein drinks. Wink, wink, uh-huh. wink, wink,
2: <laughs> wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. No, and she still doesn't get it. She walked past the coffins with the bedding in them and she still didn't touch
0: them. Ugh. Oh, poor thing.
2: <laughs> I think they would have to freaking sparkle before she caught on. Or like yeah, eat, yeah, yeah.
0: eat somebody's neck around her. She'd be like, what right, are you doing right. to his neck?
2: Yeah, what are
0: you... <laughs> yeah, because she literally saw someone
1: get their blood sucked in front of her. Mm-hmm. And she at no point did she think it was a vampire. Right. <laughs> No, no, <laughs> no. Shana, Shana. <laughs> come on, come
2: on. And how Shana. many times? To- how many times had he had he told her that you know guns are completely in, are completely useless against, Are they against really? She's mm-hmm. she's still moaning at
0: the fact that she doesn't have her gun with her. I love the fact that it burned only in the light or something, and he gave this like little smirk, and I was like, "I love you." You made a joke. <laughs> Good job on your
1: joke. Good job. But seriously, Stockholm syndrome like a whole lot of Like, like we agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, think, I mean I think he's pretty much like she's to trying them. to get away from these Russian mafia people and mm-hmm. she has like literally no place to go. And um like her dad is like, Oh, well, uh, you just have Stockholm Syndrome and I was like, you know, I you know, your dad isn't right about everything, but he's pretty <laughs> right about everything. You know he can read minds. Maybe he can also see that you have Stockholm syndrome. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, you guys should probably go and see someone for that. Like, in your bed <laughs> is that
0: like part of marriage counseling? Like, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Like, he hey, never does can. the dishes, huh. and also I have Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I think I may have Stockholm Syndrome about Stockholm Syndrome. Because I have read so many romance novels where they just fall in love <laughs> with people that you're, they're trapped with that I'm like totally okay with it. Like suspension of dis- disbelief is, has been accomplished. I am fine with people kidnapping other people and then falling in love with them. <laughs> I mean, right before we started, we were
1: talking to about how Heidi is, uh, is a scientist. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and uh, Wendy's immediate response was, oh, we you could someone can kidnap yeah. you.
2: And then my response was, yeah, I'd like to throw sulfuric acid on them and melt yeah, their yeah. face off. <laughs> <laughs> I probably,
0: I guess I don't want to be kidnapped. The answer is you want to be kidnapped. You yeah, always want really to be he Because he's a hottie. I'm okay. sure he's a hottie. Probably. Heidi probably he doesn't know how to speak, but he's gonna be really loyal to you. Mm-hmm. Also, probably okay, we one. have to go yeah. over the fact that Heidi has a degree in zoology, which <laughs> like we need to address the literal elephant in the room in that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so hopefully I'd be able to realize that that wasn't the worst <laughs>
0: thing. You're like, why is this human tooth so long?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's this hole doing in it? Mm-hmm. That's spot?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are ripe for being kidnapped by shapeshifters. Let me just let me just tell you. Yeah, well, because she'd understand be his so ways. Their ways, yeah. right? Oh, their ways are so made up. There's no, there's no part of, <laughs> the, Because like alphas aren't alphas. really a thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe they wouldn't like her because he'd <laughs> be like, I am the alpha of my pack. And you'd be like, no, those are not a thing actually. No. <laughs> oh my God. My sister's a vet tech and she would totally be the downer. The kidnapped downer <laughs> of like, you guys know that wolves don't actually act like that, right? <laughs> Shut up, Katie. <laughs> <It's> so great. <laughs> uh,
1: Alright, any other things about this book? We-
0: I just want to say that I liked it. And it wasn't perfect, but I don't really grade romance novels on the basis of like how thought-provoking they are or whatever. I just like to laugh and have fun. And read about a cute guy so i give it an a plus in the entertainment category
2: i don't think we talked about the uh the possible how she came up with this book because because um that was one thing that rick and i when we were discussing the book um he pointed out that there's a role-playing game called vampire the masquerade Mm -hmm. and um the two different types of vampires that they have in the role-playing game is like spot on for like um roman and then ivan our um lord voldemort character Mm
1: -hmm. you
2: know the fact um and it wasn't mentioned anywhere i couldn't find it anywhere so i don't know so it's definitely not (laughs) (laughs) sanctioned by vampire the masquerade but um that Roman Dragunesti was the uh, Camarilla character, the tortured soul, hiding vampirism from humans, um, mm-hmm. and then there's specifically a, a clan, a businessman clan, where they're as Croesus. So going back to the mm-hmm. rich, rich vampires. <laughs> and then Ivan Petrovsky was our Sabbat. You know, He was the Death Eaters, Lord Voldemort, people. Humans are humans are cattle. And can we also discuss how cool it was that Ivan Petrovsky was this total misogynist pig? <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that he, that the that the, per, the, the people who actually staked him
1: were women. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was like, yay! Awesome. <laughs> that was actually I was not expecting like the lady uprising. You know, I was um, like, yeah. ladies doing it for themselves. Also, yeah. I
0: think it's like it's funny because the harem is not ditzy. Like, you would think that, you know, a group of women that are around just for sex are going to be totally ditzy. But they were totally faking it. They actually had, like, a plan and a goal, and then they took it over. It was yeah. great.
2: But then Roman, you know, that's maybe his, a little bit of his misogyny coming through. It's like, oh, I have to protect them. Oh, Rome. yeah. That's, that's totally like, an excuse. No, they're not.
1: Yeah. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he just really couldn't. Uh, Imagine them as full people, Mm -hmm. basically. But Mm -hmm. he seemed to grow in the end. Yeah, he's improving. uh, (laughs) Also, now his only kept woman is.
0: (laughs) Also, he they never got married. How to marry a million vampire?
2: Yeah, Uh, I I thought the book ended very abruptly. I was just like, and now wait a minute, I I really want an epilogue here. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think they did an epilogue, but
2: it
1: didn't get it. If it it had an epilogue, I think it would be her reopening her dentistry
0: practice. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: And being Mrs. Roman, whatever. (laughs) Does
0: she ever become a vampire? That seems like a big issue. That's a relationship issue.
2: I don't think they specifically... I know he asked her at one point, but I don't think she ever answered. You
0: know she's going to do it.
2: You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. In like the next five years or so.
0: Right. Yeah,
2: but like there's a lady with a with a wedding dress on the cover of the book, and yet they never actually made it yeah. to the ceremony.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, <laughs> I mean, as a how-to manual, this is yeah. pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <How>
1: do, <laughs> oh my god! So disappointing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've gotten to the how do you get them to propose? Yeah. Mm. How, like, to pro- how to how to get
0: proposed thing. to? Wait, how to um, yeah, get proposed? In you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a dentist and and if you're he dentist. invented mm-hmm. synthetic blood,
1: I also thought that he really like he's still done some terrible things in his life. Oh yeah. So
0: <laughs> he, he was like I 500 mean, years old, and he and he spent 480 of them killing people. But he's like a nice guy. Now he's like yeah. a nice guy. Yeah. That was funny. I think, I think it was heavily influenced by Harry Potter, especially the DVN. And I was like, oh, you mean like oh. Harry Potter TV, you know, especially that reporter who was like up in their face. Oh. She was totally uh. that character yeah. in Harry Potter.
1: I did like the idea that she was a torture person. She, she'll she get you to talk. <laughs> <All right>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was funny. Dominatrix. <laughs> yeah, dominatrix. Like, yeah, <laughs> I did like that, that. She was a dominatrix. I was like, that's funny. And like, it's a record. It's a reporter. <laughs> oh. Yeah. You'd think that in five
2: hundred years, somebody would somebody's um, uh, swearing vocabulary would have been a little bit more extensive than simply God's blood. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, I think we were. Pra- I think I was on page thirty when I was just like, if he says God's blood one more time, I'm going to throw this book across the room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I can but, already think of like. Three more fake cuss words for vampires. Yeah. Right. One, like, son of a werewolf. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um,
2: well, apparently there's an FAQ on uh, Carolyn Sparks' website where they were asking about God's blood, and apparently that really is an ancient curse. Yeah. It's like where zounds came from.
0: Ah. But. But it's like one of them. Like. Right. God's blood, yeah. God's eyes, God's wounds, God's. I don't know, toes, right, God's yeah. pinky finger. They, they used to blaspheme every part of God. But
2: mm-hmm. So you think Roman would have picked up a few more after, uh, in 500 years. And also, mm-hmm.
0: she knew that from reading Highlander novels, not from actual research. Because they say <laughs> God's blood a lot, too. They <laughs> yeah. do. Even though Highlander romances are not medieval, which is where that came from. Who knows? <laughs> romance history all right. it's all <laughs> it's all the same
1: <laughs> so i think we'll switch and talk about other books we're reading mm-hmm. so i think i'm gonna go first and say that i am currently reading uh bait and switch by barbara ellendrick who is a uh she wrote uh nickel and dimed and bait and switch oh, is yeah. a book about her time to get into corporate america Don't read it. It's terrible. Um, It's mostly, like, about how she doesn't have any real skills. And she spends a lot of time unemployed. And it's all about, like, personal life coaches and, like, shit like that. It's not very good. Hmm. I would read Nickel and Dimed. Um, That's on my to-do. I read Nickel and Dimed. I like
0: it? The first time I was supposed to read it was in gender studies class and I refused to because it the first part of it made me so angry. Like she's so self-important the way she writes. She's, yeah, she's very self-important. And she was so like she was like, I'm undercover working minimum wage. And then she like told people <laughs> and she was like, I'm actually undercover and they didn't even care. They didn't even care.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean what are they gonna do about it? Like if you're gonna be
2: undercover, isn't the isn't the point not to tell people yeah.
0: that you're undercover? And also how much like can you really experience if you know that you, you have a safety net, you know?
2: Yeah, this isn't your life. But. You're just gonna go off and you're just gonna do this for a while and then go off. Then I read
0: else. it in an audiobook and then I was reluctantly learning things, but it still was pretty pretentious.
1: <laughs> reluctantly learning things. I also read a constellation of vital phenomena. Uh, by Anthony Mara. It is a book about Chechna, Chechnya.
2: Chechnya.
1: Mm. Um, pretty good. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, uh, but it did have, it was very well written. like it was the sort of book that I think would have good reread potential and that's and that's what I'm working on. I'm also reading Concept of a Corporation by Peter Drucker, who's a famous um, business theorist and I'm loving it, but I am very I'm not very far in it.
0: What are you reading, Wendy? Currently, I am reading, um, on audiobook, I'm reading Danica Dark. Um, she wrote the Seven Series. There's seven brothers, and each book is about one of the brothers. And... I love that series. Now I'm reading her other series, which is like in Seven, they mentioned this couple that lived in this other part of the U.S. This whole story is about that couple. It's a little bit boring, you know, like the great thing about romance novels is that they focus on like you know one book they focus on a really meek woman and then the next one the woman is really strong and then the next woman the woman is really business oriented the next one she's really into fashion you know so you get like a like bouquet of different characters you know Mm -hmm. but since it's just one character then i'm just kind of like i am kind of done with you but that's what i'm reading i'm still into it and i am also reading other stuff what are you reading (laughs)
2: okay well my book book that i'm actually reading is um called among whales by roger Payne. um he he was really the first person to discover that whales humpback whales sing Hmm. and so um the book is kind of half whale behavior whale science and half kind of um memoirs about like traveling and living in Patagonia while he was studying the whales so I'm enjoying that but it's um, it's going very very slowly so because between you know work kid husband everything else that I'm doing <laughs> mm-hmm. finding the time to actually sit down and read is <laughs> uh, I only um, have one of three of those so <laughs> I have a lot more time reading <laughs> So, um, and then Rick and I are reading a book, actually more like he's reading it to me. Um, it's, uh, Windrider's Oath by David Weber. He's, um, he's written a whole bunch of, like, fantasy and science fiction. So Windrider's Oath is, like, his fantasy. It's the third book in the series. We're actually rereading it because the fourth book just came out, and it's been so long since we've read the the three books, so we kind of have to reread it to remember what's going on. Um... Yeah, he's a very good writer, um, but he's written this whole big series about this one about um, this woman Honor Harrington, who is a uh, sea, a, a uh, admiral in a space ship, flies a <laughs> space um, ship. <laughs> but um, David Weber is very good at at chasing his chasing his uh, main characters up a tree and then throwing rocks at them. So, <laughs> You know, lots of terrible things happen to Honor Harrington over the course of the books, and I just, I just couldn't do it anymore. You know? <laughs> so, I was getting too emotionally invested in the character, you know. So, like when she finds like a finds like a nice guy, so yeah. So the author kills her, kills her. <laughs> so, <you know. laughs> too depressing. But Windrider's Oath is a, is the, the the main character is a seven foot tall. Long eared warrior humanoid, so yeah, it's a lot more harder for me to get emotionally invested in him. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he's a great character, too, but yeah, so yeah, we're enjoying that one. And then I just my book on CD that I just I'm kind of I but I just started listening to Hag by Margaret Atwood and um, I yeah we read uh, rick and i read um handmaid's tale and that's where i decided that i really don't like
1: dystopian novels <laughs> <laughs> but it's pretty rough yeah. handmaids is rough hagseed is much more fun I've yeah also read yeah so
2: hagseed is kind of like margaret atwood's version of the tempest mm-hmm. and since i'm a shakespeare nut i love shakespeare so um yeah it's basically the tempest set in a prison which I'm enjoying, but a prison theater group yeah, a in prison particular. Theater group. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm enjoying it, but it's definitely just like, okay, yeah, this is the Ferdinand character, okay, this is the Antonio character. Yeah, group. yeah, yeah.
1: It's pretty it's heavily quite, handed. Yes, you know? it's quite obvious. <laughs> mm-hmm. But still it's good. I'm enjoying it. When but, she when Margaret Atwood was here oh, I she read from that. Hagseed, oh. and she did the rap. Oh, cool. That, um, that one of the characters, Her- I forget, Horatio or whatever. I can't remember. Yeah. Or was uh, it Caliban? I think it was Caliban. Yeah. Yeah. She does the ra- She did the rap. Oh, um, cool. And it was like, that was when I knew I had to read that
2: book. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished Norse Mythology by um, Neil Gaiman, which oh. I think is his latest. So that was good. It was definitely not your Norse mythology that I read when I was a a kid. It was definitely more the more the adult version.
1: Well, the exciting thing is is that we've decided a genre for next book. The challenging part is we haven't figured out which book it's going to be. But tune in next month, dear listeners, because we are going to do sexy pilgrims. We are going full full Amish. Amish. (laughs) <laughs> As opposed to partial Amish like we did for um, Amish vampires. We just space. did
0: full vampire. Now we're doing full va- Amish. We should do full space next time.
1: Oh. Yeah, we should do space next time. Um, <gasps> but yeah, so we're going to read it. Check back um, on Wendy's blog for which book we end up actually deciding yeah. to read. Um, and But look for that November 19th. We uh, release these every third Sunday of the month. If you – thank you for listening to Getting Lit, available every third Sunday on iTunes. Our next podcast will be available uh, Sunday, November 19th, like I mentioned. If you want to hear more about our love of romance novel, you can visit GwenWendy.com. That's GwenWendy.com. That's Wendy's website. You can also follow me, Alana, on Twitter, at LibrarianAlana. Um, I'd like to thank our special guest and number one fan. Now now at the top again. Now at the top, Heidi. Yay. Hey. hey, Thanks, Heidi, for coming. Well,
2: thank you. It's been a a pleasure. It's been
1: so much fun. Yay. Yay. And thank again to my fearless co-leader, Wendy, for always being the best. No, thank you. No, thank you. We're going to like those really passive-aggressive (laughs) thank you notes. I would die.
0: Alright, I'll say thank you. Wendy. Thanks. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye. The Annalana's podcast. Wendy the Lana's podcast. Get little get little Woo!